everybody. My name is Celia Childers and welcome back to my podcast. This week, we're going to be discussing leadership and have a special guest. Our guest is someone who has been really influential in my life and who I look up to when I need help with my leadership skills or when I need examples of leadership. I've asked them here today to give some insight on their views on leadership. Throughout this podcast, we'll go through some questions that I will ask my guest and you'll get to hear firsthand what leadership is to them. Without further ado, let's meet our guest. Our guest is Mrs. Cynthia Elliott, a business teacher and future business leaders of America and National Honor Society advisor at my high school. She was my business teacher as well as my advisor for FBLA and National Honor Society. She has always been a great example of leadership to me and actively shows me leadership in the classroom. She also gave me the opportunity to grow my leadership skills in many ways throughout my high school career. Let's get into the questions. All right. What is your definition of leadership? What is my definition of leadership? Well, I think there is a huge difference between leadership and a boss. It's kind of funny because we were talking about this last night at home. And a leader is one who motivates and inspires others to a goal to that something, whatever that may be, where, and it's easier for me to do vice versa, where a boss more like dictates and tells you what to do. So the leader is going to help motivate and encourage the individual to the task at hand. How important do you think interpersonal skills are to leadership? I think interpersonal skills to leadership are important because, um, people, employees, students visually see you and want to um, understand. Like if you are, if they're telling you um, a problem or asking you a question and you aren't looking in the eye, giving them that um, eye contact, nodding of the head, then they're gonna think that you aren't listening to them or their matter isn't that important. So interpersonal skills are important for leaders, for everyone, because that's how we communicate is that a lot of that nonverbal stuff. But not only that, um, body language, um, the, if a leader is always late to a meeting, you know, that, that just shows what their priorities are. So I think embedding those in with the leadership skills is important to let people know that, you know, you care as a leader, that you want to achieve the mission at hand, whatever that may be. What are some of your best leader characteristics? Um, Some of the best leadership characteristics a person can have is forgetting their title and treating everyone as an equal. So if there's a project and you as a leader join in with the project, whatever the task may be, you know, if it's Um, you know, we've got to sell cookies. Guess what? I'm going to sell them along with you. If we've got to do some kind of community service project, guess what? I'm going to get my hands dirty with you. I'm going to do it along with you. That's one of the great um, characteristics. Also that I think communication, communicate, communicate, communicate. A leader needs to be able to effectively communicate to everyone. Um, I think I'm a firm believer that 99% of the world's problems could be solved if we just communicated better. 
And so I think that one's a vital role. Um, and probably having some empathy is another one. Understanding that we all come from all different walks of life. We all have different things going on in our, in our world. And just having that understanding that some days people, their days just aren't very great. And that's okay to have that and have that understanding of others. That empathy is, a, is another good quality to have. What are some of your challenges as a leader? Some of my challenges as a leader would probably be that there is never enough time to get what needs to be done, done. Also, as a leader, you might feel that X is super important and those on your team or those part of your group may not see that X is that important. So it's that buy-in from the group is another problem. And then probably just the distractions with, you know, technology um, that can get in the way. I'm trying to think like, it, it's, it depends, you know, you have a, a wide group of ages of people you work with in a day's time. And some people, you know, it's kind of like that, that picture. Some people would rather have a face-to-face -face conversation. Some people would rather have an email. Some people would rather have a text. Somebody, somebody would rather me tweet them. And so this technology plays into this, this part of maybe creating a barrier for leaders when it comes to either communication or working together. And so I think that creates a challenge, a little hiccup, or even through technology, you know, if I am going to send an email out, or a text, it's how that's interpreted, how people read that. They, put, they, they start to put that emotional piece into that and that can cause a challenge. Yeah, I'm noticing like with my teachers, the different ways they like to communicate with us. Who do you see as a great leader and why? I see um, my husband as a great leader. And I say this because he, shockingly enough, it when it comes to a mission or a project or an event that he's trying to host, put together. He's very organized, is able to effectively communicate to the parties at hand, the volunteers, what needs to be done, delegating those tasks out. Um, and, and being able to paint that picture of the vision of the end result because I think people you know here's the beginning here's the middle and here's the end and here's how you're going to play into this event or this project and so he effectively displays that for people to go okay I see where you're going with this I buy into that so I think he has a lot of those good qualities that I think have come along with his profession working with um, corporations sponsors being put uh, on the spot interviewing um, on the TV and whatnot. And so he just, I admire him for that. What are the greatest challenges you face being a leader? The greatest challenges I face as being a leader is having everyone be on the same page, the same passion, the same mindset to achieve the, the goal at hand. And so you have to figure out how you can communicate that, how you can 
get them to spark the joy that you see in, in the project. And so it's almost like, how do I get them to get that buy-in? That's tough because what we come from all different backgrounds, all different priorities in our life. So how can I get the group to get the, the buy-in of the joy that I want out of whatever it may be? What advice would you give to someone who wants to be a better leader? The advice I'd give to someone who wants to be a better leader is this probably goes with anything in life. How do I want to be better at anything in life is aligning yourself with good mentors who do well at what you want to get better at. If it's, I want to better manage my money, I want to align myself with people who know how to manage their money. And so I'm going to ask them questions. I'm going to be curious. What is their methods? If I want to be better at a leader, I'm going to look around and go, okay, well, who are the good leaders I see and who do I want to become or, or beg, borrow, and steal some of their skills from? I'm going to go visit with them. I'm going to ask them, you know, these questions that you're asking me. And so I think mentorship, no matter how old, young you are, no matter what you're doing in life, you've got to have those mentorships because they only help you grow to be better at whatever it is you want. Do you challenge your students to become leaders? And if so, how? Yes, I challenge my students to become leaders by not holding their hand every step of the way, whatever the project may be. If they come to me with an idea, okay, well, how are you gonna do it? Figure it out. I am not one to do the legwork. I'm not one to do the work for them. I might, give them suggestions on who they need to visit with or a website they need to go to or this idea, but majority of it is putting it on them and then start asking the questions. Well, how are you gonna solve this? Well, what are you gonna do here? And so that is how I challenge my students is by not giving them all, not spoon feeding it to them. Now, that then creates a lot of stress on my end because it's giving up that control, but it, in the process, it's they're learning and growing, and that's more important than my stress level. How do you implement leadership into your teaching slash teaching style? Well, I implement leadership into my teaching um, in a variety of ways. One way is obviously through FBLA. There's a lot of opportunities for students to um, take leadership roles in a certain projects. Um, National Honor Society, we have blood drives the kids that that's a huge leadership role they got to go find the donors the, the marketing the food all of that but also just in the classroom trying to give students trying to make them feel a little uncomfortable in a way that kids hate sharing out in front of their class they hate it but guess what part of being a leader is getting up in front of a group of people and talking and so giving them those safe experiences where it's okay if they screw up try not to, to embarrass them at all. I'm not about that, but to give them those opportunities in a safe setting to them to test out and explore some leadership qualities or leadership skills is you got to do that. You have to, as a teacher, um, even with group work, you know, you know, I, I have a love hate relationship with group work. But at the end of the day, in my job, I have to work with people, whether I like them or not. And I got to figure out, okay, how am I going to get this done, whether I like you or not? Because at the end of the day, there's a job that needs to be done. So putting together group work um, and maybe designing some of the groups 
to, to know that there might be some productive struggle, there might be some yuckiness, but that's part of life. And again, it's in that safe environment. I'd rather them fail and flop in my room than out in real life. So just giving them those opportunities. Is there any other comments you have about leadership? Well, I think with leadership, um, you know, I read, you know, John Gordon. Um, there's a couple other ones. Anytime I can get my hands on any kind of reading, reading that's, you know, obviously leadership or finance related, but there's a lot of good stuff. John Gordon puts out a lot of good stuff. There's another one on top of my head. I can't think of his name. Right. You can't ever not learn more in leadership in life. I mean, you, you, no matter what age you're at, there's always something to be learned. All right. That was a great episode. I'd like to thank Mrs. Elliott for being a guest on my podcast today and for answering my questions on leadership. I think she had some very insightful views and comments on my questions. I hope you all were able to learn something and are able to maybe help your leadership skills out with the things she said. Thanks for tuning in, and I hope you listen again. See ya.